Why the fuck would I ask if you're ready and you say, yeah, but you're not ready? Uh, I'm ready now. All right, you're now. I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't gonna plug in my phone. Shit. My phone's gonna die. Well. Now, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Welcome back to No Boards for Brothers Podcast. I'm JT, and I'm with my brother and partner in crime, Grant. Hello. Today... We are going through, today I fucked up on Reddit. Yeah. And we're also going through some Am I the Assholes. Yeah, we're doing a 50-50. But different. Mm Mm-hmm. Different, but similar. Uh Uh-huh. How's your week, man? Oh, true, I forgot about that shit. Yeah. It's been good. What did I do? Uh, Uh, I mean, you told me something right before. Yeah, oh yeah, I am the employee of the month Uh of the... My team at the health unit, um, and then basically I went to Delaware. Yeah, it is, it, the name on the trophy is team member extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. That's this guy. Yep, by definition. <laughs> um, and on uh, Friday, I went to Delaware Speedway. Just essentially, there's the racetrack. Had a good time there. Went to a nice, uh, fancy Italian restaurant, Jewel, and then after that, I went to some races. Nice, good little date night. Yeah, um, and I'll, I'll probably be going to uh, the U.S. of A. Not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm going Where, to Michigan for a little bit. Okay, just Michigan. Let's go across, do a little bit of some shopping. Uh, try to buy some prime hydration. Yeah, yeah. It's I just found pretty uh, good, honestly. Not I, I, as long as the target uh, little the inventory thing is corrected, that says that's available in Target. Good shit. Okay, as of right now, at least. Um. So we'll see where I get there. But if there's like 60 bottles, I'm going to buy 60 bottles. Jesus Christ. It's expensive. Well, it's, like a dollar, it's like a dollar 80. I guess, yeah. And then so, I'd probably honestly drink that over pop. I mean, that's fair. It's it's a lot better for you, I guess. So Exactly, man. Plus, uh, it's, it's, the bottle just looks cool and intrigues me. Yeah. And that's, yeah I'm a big coconut water guy, too. So That's fair. I'm I'm not that big of a coconut water guy. Like, well, I shouldn't say I am, but like you know, that, like that Starbucks pink drink that has like coconut water. Yeah, yeah, fuck with that. Okay. <laughs> I don't really drink any other coconut water. <laughs> you fucking poser. Um, <laughs> this is one. this is basically gonna be a weekly segment, but my D and D went really well. Uh, you know, it was uh, quite fun. I, let's hear your voice that you mastered. Uh, I don't. I I'm uncomfortable. Think of. No, do you know who? Here. Kumail Nanjiani is. Do you know who that is? Why the fuck do you think I would know who that person is? I have no <laughs> did, idea. Who that did fuck. you did you see the Eternals? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know the Indian guy from the Eternals? You sound like him. Uh, it's a cross between Black Panther and him. I'll just let your imagination wander. No, no, let's hear. Wait, hold, hold on. Give me like three seconds. In the character. Maybe He's with my microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because my uh, tonsils are the size of golf balls right now, so it's kind of awful. Um, That's another story, though. Wait one second. Uh, entertain the peeps. So how was your guys' day? Uh, I hope it's good. Um, Thanks thanks for listening. Um, You know, I think you guys smell nice, and 
have a have a good smile. Um, okay, give me something, something to say. I don't need braces. What? Give me something to say. Um, about braces? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> say, I'm gonna go slay the dragon. <laughs> I am going to go slay the dragon. It's basically yeah. It's uh, basic, yeah that's all. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I regret that. <laughs> I'm all sure. right, continue before I think about uh, it too much. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it went well. Uh, my friend's birthday that I play with is this week, and I, I gave him all his gifts. Uh, I went to fucking like I went like forty minutes north, and then the store I went to to buy all of this shit uh, said. On the fucking door, open all holidays. This was on Memorial Day. Um, open all holidays, 2 to 11. I said, mm-hmm. okay, good. Went up, they were fucking closed. I contacted them on Facebook, um, and I didn't get any uh, any message back. So then I started going to another place that was 40 minutes away again uh, from that place. So uh, on my way there, they messaged me back and said, oh yeah, um... The guy who was supposed to open up just didn't. Um, I'm sending a guy over there right now, but it'll be a while. And I said, uh, I mean, I didn't message back. I was going to say, well, like, I'm going to a- another place in good old Cumming, Georgia. You know, Cumming. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, went there. Fucking great guy. You know, great store. Kapow Comics and Games. Great store. Shout out. Hook me you up. You some nerd shit? What? Yeah. Nice. Bought some dice. Bought uh. Yep. Bought a dice bag, like a leather dice bag for him, um, and one for myself because <laughs> mine was breaking from a long time ago. <laughs> but next podcast, there won't be any D and D updates because uh, like our DM is busy and we're playing Magic the Gathering instead. Our DM is busy. Well, how did you get progressively nerdy over the years? What are you talking about? I played uh, Magic Gathering like three years ago. Yeah, but I feel like it's just grown. I haven't played. Well, I haven't played in three years. Um, but like getting back into it, you know. And what do you mean more nerdy, bitch? I've been nerdy as hell just, all yeah, my but life. You just got progressively nerdy. Well, it's because well, I've I think gotten... you found people who are also yes, progressively yes, nerdy. Yes, that is. A, I found friends that are also as nerdy as I am. Still not as nerdy as I am. You, you like, just had me to deal with before. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and it, like I, it, it's hard to play D anD D online, and you wouldn't have been up for it anyways. So. I, I would. I already told you I'd try it. Um. Okay. Legitimately, you, you wouldn't want me. No. To. No. Legitimately. Uh, you could come on as like a surprise guest and have a character and everything. Um, like you could make a character and then come on for uh for like a session since you're you're only gonna be here for a week and um that would actually be kind of sick. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, I'll do it. You're a fucking definite barbarian. I'll I'll do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I would be too embarrassed. To do it in front of me? Yeah, probably. Like well, Edgar I'm gonna have to do something in front of you. Edgar said he's gonna come and just spectate, and I said, Edgar, I don't want you to. Um, I, <laughs> I would legitimately kill myself. But I, I'm embarrassing that man tonight. He uh secretly plays soccer, and his sister told me, uh, he doesn't know I know. I'm showing up tonight to his soccer game, so Hell yeah. that's gonna be funny as fuck. 
I think they I got, met his sister too, right? Yeah, Mariana. Yeah. Good old marinara, marijuana, you know? <laughs> yeah. The woman of multiple nicknames. All right, should we get this bit rolling? I think so. All right, let's get this bit rolling. Okay. I'll read the, the first We're one. starting off with the Today I Fucked Up stuff. Yeah. Today I fucked up by eating ramen before inviting a guy over. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a pretty high spice tolerance and frequently eat the Korean fire noodles sometimes with extra Korean. With extra Korean? Extra oh, Korean extra chili Korean. flakes. <laughs> I, I, I just read the extra Korean. Yeah, with extra Koreans. Uh, sometimes extra Korean chili flakes. I had to make it super spicy. I had a bowl today before inviting a guy I've been casually seeing. He comes over and I get all excited. He loves oral, so I start sucking and he's moaning. Um... Uh, so I'm thinking he's into it, right? Well, he's moaning, gets louder, and starts pushing him on my head. So I assume that means keep going and go harder. So I do that. Finally, he yells, fuck, and pushes me away. He starts screaming at me that his dick is burning. What the fuck did I do to it? I was really confused while he went to go to the bathroom to go see what was going on. My eyes see the open ramen packet uh, in the kitchen trash bin. And I realized that the spice slash pepper must have still been in my mouth and probably burned him. Comes out cursing and asks me what the fuck was wrong with me. I apologize and explain I didn't realize my eating me eating ramen could hurt him. He left. I'm a little disappointed, but also now I'm hungry again and eating another bowl of Korean fire noodles <laughs> chili flakes. God <laughs> damn! So she burns the guy's dick after eating Korean fire noodles. Yeah, bro. You never had that happen. To I you? feel like no. I feel like you gotta <laughs> like. I feel like you gotta think about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, think I mean, so, like, she did say it was casual, so maybe she didn't know that it was going to lead to that. But uh, I mean, like, she's like, he likes it so much, and so I fucking did it. You know, yeah. like he I got he got angry as hell. He thought she fucking gave him an STD or something. <laughs> uh, why my dick burning, bitch? Uh, Yo, well, fuck that. That one was from this week. The other four are um, famous ones that. Uh, like top of all time. So if you're top, top of all time. Yeah, so like it's the best um most upvoted stories on today I fucked up of all, of all time ever since the thing's been created so I'll read this one. Sounds good. Says today I fucked up by buying everyone an ancestry DNA kit and ruining Christmas. I'm sure you can see where this is headed, probably. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, earlier this year, Ancestry DNA had a sale on their kit. I thought it would be a great gift idea, so I bought six of them for a Christmas presents. Today, my family got together to exchange presents for our Christmas Eve tradition, and I gave my mom, dad, brother, and two sisters each a kit. As soon as everyone opened their gift at the same time, my mom started freaking out. She told us how she didn't want us to take them because they were un. Because they had unsafe chemicals, we explained to her how there were actually no chemicals, but we uh, could tell that she was still flustered. Later, she started to convince us that only one of us kids need to uh, take it since we all have the same results and to resell the kits to save money. Fast forward, <laughs> our parents have been fighting upstairs for the past hour and we are downstairs trying to figure out who has a different dad. <laughs> this is update. Thank you so much for all the love and support. My sister, brother... Uh, sisters and brother and I have not decided yet if we're going to take the test. No matter what the results are, we still love each other and our parents no matter what. This is update number two. Christmas isn't ruined. 
Um, my fuck up actually turned into a Christmas miracle. Turns out my sister's father passed away shortly after she was born. A good friend of my uh, of my mom's was actually able to help her through the darkest time in her life, and they went on to fall in love and create the rest of our family. They never told us because of how hard it was for my mom. Last night, uh, she was strong enough to share stories and photos with us for the first time, and it truly brought us closer together as a family. This Chris, this is a Christmas we will never forget, and we are all excited to get our uh, DNA results. Merry Christmas, everyone. But yes, yeah, sorry, my mom isn't a whore. <laughs> no, you're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, that shit's okay. crazy. I mean, I thought because they're arguing, it'd be like the fucking like dad's actually not the fucking dad, but they're just like, yeah, going through. Probably the dad's probably like, just fucking tell them, and she's like, no, it's fucking. If it was that however time for her and shit. Exactly. So that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I mean, fucking, probably about the same as my family. True. Except my mom was a little bit of a hoe. Hey, but he, she, she said, <laughs> they explicitly said that their mom's not a hoe. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my mom isn't a whore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God rest her soul. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't think she's dead. Your mom? Oh, your my mom. mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't think yours is? I don't know, man. Is this a conspiracy theory that you didn't, I didn't bring up on the last I, episode? I, I, did, <laughs> I didn't see her dead body. So, I feel like I, I don't almost know. have to. Oh, no, I, I didn't. It, I like... No? No. There's no need. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Right. Today I fucked up by living <laughs> in a dark bedroom for six years. Okay. How, how's how's that today? I fucked up by six years. You lived in a dark bedroom. Um, the overhead fan in our bedroom uses one of those compact halogen light bulbs. Six years ago, the light bulb burned out and got really dim, just barely a glow. I bought a replacement bulb, but when I put that one in, in it was also barely lighting up. So I realized the unit was bad. This fan still works great. It, it literally is the best fan I've ever had because it moves a ton of air and is super quiet. The fan had also been a gift when we moved in our house. Uh, the unit cost over $400, so I didn't really uh, feel the need to replace it, even though our bedroom doesn't get much natural light, so it's pretty dark. So since then, over the years, my wife and I have had to make do with no overhead light. We open the windows during the day, and at night, use a combination of bedside lamps and the bathroom light. It's never really as good of lighting as our overhead lamp, so I keep uh, some flashlights up there for when we are cleaning or looking for something. I feel like that would just be a fucking nuisance. Yeah. After six years of living in the dark, the winters, uh, this winter, I just decided to replace the damn thing. But before I did, I decided to try one last time with another bulb because, however uh, unlikely it's possible, both bulbs I tried were bad. So I'm up there and saw the new bulb, grabbed the remote, the fan has a remote. As I'm turning the light on, I realized the goddamn thing is dimmable. <laughs> For six fucking years, we lived with the inconvenience of no overhead light the whole time. It was just because the damn thing was set to dim. Fuck me. <laughs> Their fucking perception is awful. Like, <laughs> holy I, I shit. For six years, I turn on bathroom lights, get flashlights. Like, yeah. Fucking all just for fucking, because you have the thing on fucking dim. Yeah. That, God. I mean, that. You never, you never check the, like, there's a remote that you probably Exactly. See. Exactly. That you used, like, to, yeah. to control the fan. God damn it. That's right. just, that pisses me off, dude. Bitch, did you see the fucking like not this one but the next one? Uh, 
Well, no, I didn't. I didn't read any of them before. Well, you see, I was a fucking novel. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll read that one if you want me to. If you want to read this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, today I fucked up. I have officially branded myself as the biggest perv, and I 100% deserve it. Uh, this is his now ex-wife. Uh, did he not realize, or too dumb to remember, we share everything? Am I supposed to be reading this part? I don't know. Did he not realize, or too dumb to remember, we share everything, including the same Reddit login? I logged on to see this throwaway uh, as the default login account. I've removed all of this personal story from my. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this isn't a story, Grant. <laughs> it's not? Oh, fuck. That's what I'm her saying uh, how she removed uh, his the story because it was bad for her family and shit like that. Gotcha. Well, that fucking sucks. And how she broke up with him. So it must have been oh. a good one. <laughs> yeah, it fucking would have been. I don't read them because I want to be surprised genuinely, yeah. but damn. It must have been a real good one. Uh, yeah. All right. Fuck. I'll read this one. This one sounds amazing, by the way. It sounds so fucked. Um, Today I fucked up by thinking a woman was a boy and groping her boob. Um, Kind of not safe for work, though it happened at work. Oh. Oh. uh, Obligatory, this actually happened a little over a year ago, and throw away because I don't want people on my main account to know what I do for a living. So I work for the TSA, and I've been for a few years a good job overall. I'm underpaid, but the benefits are nice, and I get overtime when I want it. A little over a year ago, during the week leading up to Christmas, we had some really bad weather that delayed all flights. I volunteered to stay up late so that my coworkers could go home to their families. Most of the work uh, was done anyway, so it was mostly just standing around waiting for the odd latecomer. Uh, I was working in the AIT, the space tube thingy, uh, when three passengers came up together, a middle-aged man, a middle-aged woman, and a teenage boy. I figured it's family traveling together for the holidays and go about my work. My mom, or mom goes through, all is fine. Dad goes through, all is fine. Kid comes up, I get a good look at him. Hoodie, sweatpants, shortest hair, smooth face. I figure he's about 13, 14. I hit the button, direct him to wait with me for a moment, and then gesture to the screen, which lit up uh, on his something, or his chest area. I tell him that I have to pat down that area. He's a little nervous. I figure that he, because he's so young, this is probably his first time getting a pat down, but he says, okay, and I start the pat down. Uh, I do on the left side of the chest, I feel some uh, moob, which catches me off guard because he didn't look chubby at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I move to the right side of the chest, read what's on the hoodie, and it all clicks at once. The hoodie has the name of a local college on it. This is an adult, not a child. He's not wearing sweatpants. She is wearing yoga pants. She doesn't even know the couple that just came through. I look at her face, which is bright red, my hand's still on her boob. I pull it back. Like I just got bit by a snake. I immediately call for my supervisor who comes over and asks what's wrong. And I explain the situation to her. My supervisor covers her mouth. And at first I thought she was absolutely mortified. But then I realized she's trying not to laugh. She takes a minute to pull herself together. Tells me to go take a break and finishes screening the passenger herself. Once that was done, I apologize to the passenger. She tells me it's fine that it wasn't their first time being mistaken for a boy. And she probably should have said (laughs) something before I started touching her. I leave her alone and go talk to my supervisor to figure out exactly how fired I am. She tells me to calm down that it was just an honest mistake and that she has my back and the passenger files an official complaint, but that probably won't happen and I shouldn't be worried. That reassured me a little, but I still grew up to a woman and ruined Christmas, so I feel like an absolute monster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I swallow my shame and finish my shift, then I go into an airport proper to find some food because I just... uh, finished a 12-hour shift and there's no way uh, I have the energy to cook dinner. 
I saw a hapless victim sitting at her gate waiting for her flight. I went up to apologize again and saw that the flight has been delayed until the morning. It was about 11 at night. I apologize again. She says it's fine, and I ask her if she's planning to stay the whole night. She says she has to. All the hotels in the area are booked. I tell her that I'm getting some dinner and offer to get her some food as well. After all, I already got to second base. I think it's only fair. I buy her dinner. She agrees, and we go to one of the restaurants that's open late and get some food and start eating. She said she gets mistaken for a boy a lot. It's not a big deal. I told her about how uh, I had long hair and no beard in college, and at the gym, people would frequently walk into the men's bathroom, see me, do a double take to make sure they didn't walk into the ladies' room. She laughed, and we ended up talking for a few hours before I finally told her I had to get home and apologize again for the accidental molestation. She said that all is forgiven if I promise to take her on a real date when she gets back. I agreed. She gave me her phone number and went home and immediately started texting her. We kept talking until her flight finally left. When she got back, I picked her up at the airport and a few days later took her on a date that I promised. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary uh, and she has long, <laughs> long hair now. That's crazy. Love, everybody. <laughs> love. That is All you got to do is you just got to grope women and yeah. you'll be loved. Y'all, ha- y'all having a hard time finding people? Yep. Go to TSA and feel up something. <laughs> uh-huh. Get yourself a job at the TSA. Holy fuck. Just I, I did not up. see that ending that way. Me either. That is fucking crazy. I'm glad it did, though. Yeah, it's actually adorable. Let's... All right, we're going to do some Am I the Assholes. Yeah, that guy's not the asshole. No, no, he, that's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, the, am I the asshole for canceling Mother's Day celebration uh, that I arranged for my wife after hearing what she told my son? I, a male, 37 years old, have a 13-year-old son. I was a widower, widower when I met my now wife. She has a 16-year-old daughter from another relationship. The family is often on pretty good terms. My son is the quiet one in the house. He keeps himself a lot, but not to the point of being concerning. My wife and stepdaughter are the complete opposite. They both encourage him to be outgoing and share activities and join gatherings with extended family. My son complained about having to be forced out of his comfort zone and having his uh, need for space invalidated. I spoke to my wife and stepdaughter and asked him to give him space and freedom to spend his time however he wanted. They apologized and promised to let him be. As Mother's Day was approaching, I wanted to throw my wife a surprise Mother's Day celebration. It was no longer a surprise because my stepdaughter gave her the heads uh, so she could prepare. Yesterday, I got off work earlier than usual to get final arrangements done. We planned to celebrate the restaurant. I invited her family there. I had the key. And while I was entering the house through the front door, I heard my wife and stepdaughter talking to my son. My wife was asking my son if he could convince me to let him stay home and not go with them to the restaurant to celebrate. I paused and decided to keep listening. I asked him why, and she told him that his introverted, socially uh, inept attitude will make her family uncomfortable and will ruin her mood. He promised her that he'd be well-behaved when try to interact, socialize with everyone, but she said that she wasn't buying it. He kept reassuring her, but she snapped and told uh, him that technically she's his mom, so she didn't uh, get why he wanted to celebrate Mother's Day with her so badly. My stepdaughter threw some I-don't-remember backhanded comment, and then both of them were shocked to see me standing there. Both were staying without saying anything. I told my son and his stepsister to go to their rooms. Uh, I told my wife that the celebration was off, canceled. She tried to argue, asking why repeatedly, and I told her why. She tried to explain what she, uh, that, explaining that she didn't mean it like that, and that I only heard part of the conversation, but not all of it. I told her I was done arguing, and the decision was already made. 
She yelled, asking what she was going to tell her family, and said that I was making a tremendous mistake towards her. I ignored her while she kept throwing a tantrum after a tantrum. Earlier this morning, she took my stepdaughter and went to stay with her folks. Not a single call or text from her so far. Situation is full of tension. I'm upset still, but uh, but more hurt, to be honest. I mean, yes, I did say I was going to have the celebration, but I thought that what she did, uh, what she said to my son was too harsh to ignore. Yeah, that's tough. I, I agree. Yeah. I don't want my son to be in the same house as that woman if she, that's how she's going to fucking act. And the stepdaughter, like, fucking yeah. uh, ganging up, up on him. Yeah. Yeah. No, no telling I'll do what the same has shit. actually happened while he's I'll gone. do the same shit. And if she wasn't wanting to fucking straighten up and treat him right, and then fuck, you're gone. Yeah. Dude, imagine being the son and, like, your mom passes away. Hey, you're fucking weird. I'm not your mother. <laughs> Don't yeah. come to my salvation. Yeah, I'm not even your actual mother. Why do you even care? Damn. Yeah. You're weird. You're socially awkward. My People are going to be uncomfortable because of you. To yeah. the 13-year-old. Yeah. Like, he's 13. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking crazy. All right, so the wife's the asshole. Yeah, he's wife's the asshole. asshole. Good dad. Good father. Yeah. All right, I'll read this one. Am I the asshole for taking away my daughter's bedroom and giving it to my son? I, Mel32, have a daughter, Harper, uh, from a previous relationship. I have full custody, and her mom is not involved in her life. Five years ago, I married my wife, Nina. Uh, We tried to have a child, but couldn't. We went to the doctor and turned out I can't have any more kids due to some complications. We decided to use a sperm donor, and the results was a son, Mark, born a few months ago. The problem started when Nina got pregnant. Harper wasn't happy about it. When Mark was born, things got worse. Before this, Harper and I used to spend two days a week together, just the two of us, without my wife. But after Mark was born, I couldn't do that anymore. I can't just leave my wife alone for two days a week without a newborn, and Harper has been very angry about it. Uh, The main problem started about three days ago. Nina and I decided to make a nursery for Mark instead of uh, having him in our bedroom for multiple reasons. Our home has four bedrooms, two master bedrooms, uh, at one side and two bedrooms on the other side. One of the master bedrooms is ours, the other is Harper's. It was very hard for Nina and I to go to the other side of the home multiple times at night when Mark wakes up, so I asked Harper to pack her stuff and go to one of the bedrooms so that we could give uh, her room to Mark. At first, everything seemed all right. She said okay and went to her room, started packing. But less than an hour later, my brother showed up at our home asking for Harper. She had called him and asked him to take her... Uh, she came out of her room with her stuff, told me, uh, you can give it to your son now, and left with my brother. Um, told her she could only go for one night, but it has been three days, and she's not back and won't even talk to me. Uh, I'm receiving calls from my family, all calling me an asshole and other names. I don't trust their judgment. That's very clearly favor Harper. Uh, she was the first grandchild in our family and everyone's favorite. Also, they're trying to accept Mark as my son, but couldn't see it. Uh, but I could see that they haven't been able yet, so I decided to post here and get an unbiased opinion. Um, am I the asshole? Edit. Here's the update that I promised. I realized I messed up, so I went to my brother's home and tried to get Harper back. But he didn't even let me see her, saying she doesn't want to see me. He said he would only let her go, uh, go back if, uh, one, she wanted to go with me. Two, we move into another home close to their home because they wanted to have Harper close to them to keep an eye on her and make sure we are treating her right. Uh, We used to live very close to them, but when I got married, my wife and family didn't get along, so I moved somewhere farther away, which made Harper very sad. 
Uh, number three, Harper will get to choose which bedroom she wants in our new home. And number four, she's been one-on-one time with Harper at least one day a week, which I accepted. This caused a lot of problems since my wife doesn't like some of those conditions. She thinks they are not reasonable. She got angry, took Mark, and uh, went to her parents' home. And she's staying there now. I'm also receiving texts from my in-laws calling me an asshole. Uh, right now, I'm looking for a new home that is closer to my brother's home. I called Harper, and my brother convinced her to take uh, or talk to me for once. She was crying the whole time while telling me that she felt like I didn't want her anymore. Hearing her cry like that really broke my heart. I honestly never meant to hurt her. After so many apologies and gifts, she finally agreed to see me. I will go to my brother's home every day to spend time with her. Uh... She's also finally agreed to come home with me when I find her a new home. Or when I find a new home. That's a lot to unpack. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. So, I get I get it completely. A thousand percent. Shouldn't have fucking gave up her room. Yeah. For, like, she's, like, obviously wasn't happy about the situation to begin with. That uh, you're now having a kid with this woman. Yeah. Um. Maybe it sounds like there might be a reason for that based off the fact that his family didn't like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the fuck anyways. Yeah. So I'm sure Harper probably doesn't like her either. So like, no shit, she's not going to be fucking happy about it. And then yeah. you can't walk. Yeah, sure. I get it. You want the baby clothes, stuff like that and whatnot. But then fucking put him in like a crib inside your master bedroom or fucking like. Yeah. Something, something like that. Like, you don't have to fucking. Or, well, I feel like we're already making the walk. Yeah, exactly. Like, why wouldn't you put them in another bedroom? Like, that's yeah. a, a, it's a home. It's not a goddamn like fucking city. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it's fine. Yeah, just put them in another room. Sounds like they already were doing that at some point. They're like, oh, I'm tired of doing this. Like, just fucking yeah, do it. Like, this is your daughter. Exactly. And then, but at the same time, I don't know if, as a brother, if I would fucking withhold. The yeah. kid from him for that fucking long and be making demands like that. Yeah, that's a whole other issue. That seems like... a little fucking insane over a bedroom. Like, there's got to be more going on. Yeah. I mean... Because, like, over a bedroom, like, you're telling me, like, no. Like, I, I literally would tell my brother, yo, like, or if this is my sister, I'd be like, yeah, no, fuck off. Like, this is my family. Like, if I, like, at the end of the day, if I move my fucking daughter's bed, then I move my daughter's bed. Yeah. Like... But at the same time, it sounds like there's a bigger situation than just a fucking bedroom, is what it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I mean, there's some stuff about neglect. Like, you can still spend time with your fucking daughter and and have your wife and kids. But it seems like the fucking wife has a little bit of a jealousy thing going on with the daughter. Um, And then the in-laws fucking calling him an asshole when he... I mean, for that, like... No for way. the second part, he's not an asshole. For the first part, he is. No. Yeah. but Because like, he tried to handle the right way it sounds like afterwards, and it doesn't, yeah. like... He, he kind of saw there's definitely his... more. There's more going on. Yeah, definitely. But first part, asshole. Second part, not asshole. I agree. I don't know if we've ever had to done, do that before, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, am I the asshole for going back on a promise I made to my husband eight years ago? My husband and I have been married for 11 years. We met in college and got married shortly after graduating. We are both very uh, career-orientated and have professional goals that we want to obtain. But eight years ago, we had multiple changes in our lives. The first was me finding out I was pregnant unexpectedly. The second was my husband losing his job when the company worked for or filed for bankruptcy. 
we had a lot of hard conversations about what these two things meant for our lives. Ultimately, we decided to keep the baby and have my husband stay out of the workforce to get our home ready for a child and to S A H D stay at home dad. Uh, while I look at that, huh? That was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. While I continued to pursue my career, uh, we came to this agreement with the understanding that he would be able to pursue his career again in the future. Then four years go by, we had another unexpected pregnancy. Yes, I was on birth control and taking it properly, but no, we were not using condoms. Now we have two lovely and amazing children. The pandemic hit my husband harder than it did me as he was taking on the majority of childcare and the schooling at home uh, for our oldest was difficult. As hard as it was on him, this time period couldn't have been better for my career. Over the past two years, I've received multiple promotions in my career trajectory and years ahead of where I thought I would be. Uh, a few weeks ago, I received a job offer for a different company. That would be another big jump for me. However, it would require relocating to a different state. I accidentally brought this up to my husband, but he wasn't happy for me. He asked what uh, he asked what that would mean for him going back to work. And I told him that it would take some time for us to get assimilated to the area and for me to get accustomed to the, the new job, as it would probably be higher stress than what I am doing now, but with much higher pay and benefits. I told him that we could discuss him going back to work in maybe a year or so after we move. He told me that he's so tired of being a stay-at-home dad. He's becoming resentful of watching me get to achieve my dreams uh, and goals while he is living a life he never envisioned himself doing. He told me I'm being selfish to want to uproot our family for my job and for asking him once again to put the goals and dreams on hold so I can achieve more of mine. I told him that him being a stay-at-home dad doesn't have to be permanent, and this is just another huge step for us as a family. He caught me off and said, no, it's a huge step for you. The rest of us is just moving. I told him that I was unfair, and he said that the unfair thing was me breaking promises I made to him. I told him that was years ago, and things have changed. From being honest, I know it. Uh, it is going to be hard um, for him to get back into his career after being off for so long. A huge gap like that in his deployment record is almost uh, DOA for him to get a job. I feel bad about it, but we do have a pretty good life as it is, and this new job would only offer more opportunities. So I would say she's an asshole in the sense of, like, she even said herself, like, she's constantly achieving her goals and dreams, and he's not going to do any of his. Yeah. And, okay, if he, say he gets a job and continues his career, wouldn't that make up for the money that she might get with this next promotion? That's fair. Yeah, actually. And, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I can't see why, like, it makes no sense to me that she's forcing him to be a stay-at-home dad. Like, exactly. And this was two days ago. I mean, like, like the kids I'm, I'm now are back to school like, and everything. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, like, how would I feel fucking, like, I, like I'm like i thinking about, like, what I have in mind for my career right now. If I was in a relationship and I was told I had to become a stay-at-home dad and drop all that, I'd be fucking heartbroken. Yeah. Even though I'm sure spinning a stay-at-home dad would be great for a few years or whatever, and, like, taking care of your kids and shit like that. But fuck, like, you want to sell your own things you want to do in life. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I should fucking stop just because your partner wants to do all their things. Like, you fucking come to an agreement like they did. Yeah. And then you fucking to go with it. Yeah, there's a balance of things. Yeah. but They made like, that agreement, and now she doesn't want to keep it. Exactly. And, I mean, I mean, it's just selfish. Like, it's basically just her being, like, super, super selfish. Yeah. And him having to deal with it for eight years. It's kind of fucked. 
And I agree with you. Like being a stay-at-home dad for a little while would be six yeah. fuck. But like, I'm about it. Uh, when you have aspirations and stuff, you you don't want to just put your literal life on hold. Yeah, he was the exact same way as her. Mm-hmm. Like back when they were in college, wanting to have like all these goals and shit like that. But then she kind of had made him stay at home while she continued her goals. Yeah, exactly. Well, fuck. So I would say she's probably the, the asshole for the not situation. But yeah. I mean, he's an asshole in some aspects, but like, it, it uh, it favors more for her being the asshole, like a bigger yeah, asshole, hundred percent. Because like, I mean, he's gotta kind of be happy for her in a way, and and like, if uh, if it's really like a boost for her career, and all that, it like, sounds like he's it, fucking miserable though. Like yeah, he they had an agreement, and now it's been past that agreement. Yeah, and he's still not able to do anything for his career. And like she even said himself, it's going to be hard for like extremely hard for him to start back up his career after having that big of a gap. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She's the asshole. He's a little bit of an asshole for not thinking of what's best for his kids and stuff, you know? Cause yeah. like, well, technically he is kind of, they don't want to move. That's true. Probably. I don't, I don't see him as much of an asshole. That's fair. Um, Am I the asshole for telling a guy what I do for work and letting him pay for my drinks during the whole evening? Uh, edit title. Uh, it says, am I the asshole for not telling a guy what I do for work and uh, letting him pay for my drinks? Okay. I <laughs> said, the worst of the first one would be worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, my friend Grace invited me to a board game bar to play and uh, have drinks with her. Her boyfriend and one of their friends, Nick. Uh, we went to get drinks in pairs. Grace is going with her boyfriend. Meanwhile, Nick and I stay at the table and vice versa. So Nick and I had plenty of time to talk, just the two of us. Nick started the night by telling about his recent career change. He decided to quit his previous job, go to a coding boot camp, and he got a job as a developer one or two months ago. He's very proud of himself, and he got a new salary, and he told me this uh, multiple times. He never asked what I do for work but talked about his new job quite a bit, uh, occasionally saying, sorry, you don't uh, you don't understand that, haha. During the entire evening, I never told him that I was working as a software engineer for the past four years because he never asked. Honestly, I found it a bit entertaining. When it came to the drinks, he invited me to every single one. Uh, um, don't worry about it. It's, it's not a problem with my developer salary. Um, I told him multiple times he doesn't have to pay for me, but he insisted at the end of the night when we were saying our goodbyes. He took out his phone... Uh, to send me a friend request on Facebook. My job is listed in my profile. That was when he realized I was a software engineer. He asked me if it was true that I'm a software engineer. I answered yes. He asked me why I haven't told him. Uh, why did I let him believe I was a cashier like Grace used to be? Uh, and then in quotations, I never implied that. Um, and why did I let him pay for everything when I probably earned more than him? I told him that I n- never once asked and it was his fault for assuming. He could have simply asked about uh, my job, but he only wanted to brag about his. But if he wants me to, I can pay him back for the drinks. He was angry and said I made a fool out of him. I think he did that, not me. But now Grace and her boyfriend are on his side too, saying it would have cost me nothing to tell him early in the evening, and I only kept it to myself for my own entertainment. Uh, well, I did find it entertaining, but I don't really feel like I did anything wrong. Am I the asshole? I don't think she's an asshole. I, I think, think she... if he's going to go around flexing everything and fucking... Yeah. Uh, like, 
put it this way. If I, I would go on a date or whatever, and mm-hmm. I don't care if the person makes more than me. No. I would still, like, probably pay for them. Yeah. So if he's going to fucking just offer the pay, even when she said not to, yeah, then you can't be mad at the fact that she makes more than you. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to do now? Crack out fucking T4s and, like, for, for our taxes come and then fucking... They check out our tax returns, but oh, you made this much last year? Well, fuck, you should buy. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's really what we're fucking doing. I definitely don't think she's the asshole, but I do think it's weird not to, like, he was talking about his career, not to say, like, oh, I'm a software developer too. Like, I feel like I have those things in common. Yeah. With even with him being like, oh, you wouldn't understand that. Ha ha ha. Yeah. I feel like at that point, you have plenty of opportunity to speak up and be like, Oh, I do understand I'm this, like Yeah. But it sounds like she was just like it almost sounds like she was more keeping it quiet than fucking like I, I don't like I don't care whether she told him or not, but it sounds like she's almost trying not to tell him at that point. Yeah. Make exactly. Point. Exactly. I mean she did say she found it entertaining, so she was kinda just toying with him in a way, which is kinda dickish, but I still don't think she's like a complete asshole because he sounded pretty pretentious and yeah. uh and too prideful. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, not the asshole, but a little... It's not the weird. asshole, but could have been better. I'll yeah, could, that. yeah that, the situation could have been way better. Yeah. Am I the asshole for tricking my in-laws into trying my food? This isn't necessarily my proudest moment, but I'm tired of being the outcast. <clears throat> there we go. My thirty-two. Uh, oh, okay. I am a thirty-two-year-old uh, female. My husband Pete is a thirty-four-year-old male. Uh, comes from a family where the women are all bakers. I'm a baker myself, and I used to sell out of my house under my state's cottage laws, but stopped because I like it uh, just being a hobby. His sister-in-law. Yeah, his sister-in-law uh, Kay. No. Yes. I don't know how you said that. What? So it's his sister, but it's her sister-in-law. But she said his sister-in-law. That's fair, yeah. So this is actually his sister. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because then I would just be her. Th- his yeah. sister-in-law is her sister. <laughs> yeah, that that's correct. I was like, "What are gotcha. you talking about?" But I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So sister, her, <laughs> her sister-in-law, Kay, so her husband's sister, uh, is thirty-nine. And is the one who is known for cupcakes and cake pops. When I first met everyone years ago, it was the first thing I learned. Everyone talked about everything she made. Even when Pete mentioned how good my stuff was, everyone would say that Kay sells hers and they're popular, so they must be better. Whenever I bring treats, they are often left untouched because they are not Kay's. Yes, I've been told that. They asked me uh, to bring something every get-together and never touch it. To be clear, Kay is mainly a baker, whereas I bake and specialize in professional professionally decorated cakes. Kay says that uh yeah, Kay says that I overly decorate cakes uh are compensating for the bad taste. Pete's family agrees. We had a barbecue Monday for Memorial Day and never made their treats. Kay decided to bring cake pops. Uh, she posted them on her Instagram the night before. So I I know this immature what? So and I know so and I know this is immature. I made the exact same one she did, same flavor and design. When we got there, everyone asked where my treats were. I said, they're in the car, and I'll get them in a minute. So wait for everyone to be outside, then I brought mine in and put them next to K's. 
After we, I noticed the family eating my cake pops and not cakes. She didn't notice at first, and then asked if they weren't feeling cake pops. They said they just ate them, and they were the best she ever made, and asked what she did different. Uh, mother-in-law said, even said they looked so much better in person than in the picture. Kate was confused and said hers were still on the table, and that's when I said, oh, I bought those. Glad you enjoyed them. Her husband said that he hadn't had one yet, lies he ate too. And everyone else just said, yeah, they were okay. Kate didn't say anything the rest of the night. Pete thought it was, it was funny. He didn't know what I did under, until the reveal. But his brother, uh, Kay's husband, um, suggested that what I did was mean. And I'm just mad that Kay is a better baker. But Pete said it's ridiculous. The family, including Kay, puts down my baking when they don't even try at all because I'm not Kay. Am I the asshole? Uh, we aren't the only two who bring dessert, just the ones who tend to bake cake uh, more than others. Everyone else's desserts get eaten to some degree except mine. If it's not clear, everyone includes Kay. Uh, she has often tried to teach me techniques I either already knew or were completely wrong. So she wasn't like an innocent that got caught in a lot of fire or something. So fucking like That's an awful fucking family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight up, that family is the fucking worst. Like, Jesus. And, I mean, what she did was fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> I'm just picturing like how fucking like the quick change up that they fucking would do. Oh yeah, just oh I mean they they, they were all right. Yeah, it's all right. Like, I mean that's okay. I mean it's like the best ones I've ever had. And what do you do differently? It looks better than the picture. Yeah, like, I would I would a hundred percent love that, and I'd call my entire family out on that if they ever fucking did that. Yeah, I mean that's just ridiculous. Just like having a vendetta against somebody. For no reason, it sounds for, like. For literally no reason, yeah. Just... Because they were like, my daughter bakes better than you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, clearly not. <laughs> Some friendly competition. There's nothing wrong with that. But like. Yeah. God, what an asshole. Yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. Whole family's a dick. She, she fucking. <clears throat> She's good. So she and P are good. Great couple. Love yeah, them. she cake boss <laughs> that shit, bro. Really. I well, mean that, that is gonna fucking do it for us. Yeah, that was a good last one. I like that one. Yeah, I like it. And on a good note there. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Also, wait. And, uh, oh. uh did you see the verdict for Dark yeah, Depp? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, my boy Johnny. Good for him. Yeah, honestly, fucking upholding the court system, you know? Yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. And Disney are some dicks. For not doing yeah. that. So. Boycott fucking Disney, yeah. Yeah, boycott <laughs> Just Disney. kidding, I like Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. They make such good shit. You can't. Yeah, they, own they own Star Wars. They own Marvel. Yeah. They're the best theme park. Can't boycott them. Exactly, no, you can't, but, but fuck Disney. I'll you know? boycott Pirates of the Caribbean 6. <laughs> yep, exactly. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.